Welcome back to the Bearcats Tip Off Talk podcast presented by Tax League. Tax Talk is the first apprenticeship program for careers in tax law and consulting. So, for those who thought the CPA was the only way to a prestigious tax career, let Tax League show you the importance of becoming an enrolled agent. Visit taxlead.com to learn more. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former Bearcat basketball player from 1997 to 1999, under the Hall of Fame coach, Bob Huggins. And I'm Neil Meyer with the Front Office News. I'm J.T. Smith, Editor-in-Chief of the Front Office News. All right, fellas. We've been working hard to figure this out. We had to find the right time on our schedule and his schedule. But the interview is finally here. Our interview with Bearcat guard, David Juice. Juice, this is Alex Meacham. And uh, first of all, I want to thank you for your time. You know, I know the demands of college athletics pulls you in a lot of different directions. and You have a ton on your plate. I know a lot has changed since I played college basketball. I mean, there are a lot more demands. But from the time you've arrived in Cincinnati until now, I've noticed your growth as a player and as a person. Mm -hmm. You're the leader of this basketball team. And personally, I think you're the leader of this program. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot, you know, when you arrived from an outsider looking in, your transformation appears to be in the mindset because your work ethic was always there. But mm -hmm. I, I've seen a transformation in your mindset. So what all, what all have you done during your time here to improve as a leader and improve your mindset? Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, first, first, you know, Cincinnati is such a great city. When I first got here, it was during COVID. And um, when I transferred here, at first I was like, like yo, what did I just do? And um, <laughs> But I mean, that's, that's pretty much everywhere at that time. But I didn't know it. But um, then every, as everything started getting back normal, I just saw the city for what it is and the fans and the coaches and my teammates and the support system here, they embraced me and they gave me everything I was looking for when I, when I made my decision to transfer. And um, I feel like when you had that environment, you know, it, it's an environment that's conducive for growth. Um, and man, I was just like, you know, I saw a lot of guys transfer, and I'm like, I love this place. I love this city. I want to water it. And in order to water my surroundings, I have to first water myself. Um, so I would have to, I would have to put it on to the, to the environment, and place. And I had to give thanks to Coach West, like that's my mentor. Um, and I, I never told this story to anyone, but it was during the Miami Ohio game. Uh, we were playing out of Miami Ohio, not this past year, uh, the year before his last year, his first year. And he sat me down in the ballroom by myself and he said, um, he told me, he said, I believe in you. And he said, you're going to fail. And he said, when you fail, I'm going to be right there with you. And that mm. gave me all the confidence in the world on the court, off the court to, to how your coach tell you that he believe in you and through the ups and downs, he's going to stick with you. And that was powerful. And that, and that, and that five minute conversation I had with him really changed my life. And that's, that's amazing because th those small words meant the world to you. Um, and, and as far as being a leader, Juice, what, what type of leader are you? So I'm, I lead with love. You know, I, I know a lot of people, you know, lead with aggression. And sometimes, you know, I, I most definitely have to be vocal. But my, my thing is, man, I like, I, everyone wants to be great. So, and, and you have coaches, you have people back home that's pulling everyone, uh, want them to be great. So my thing is, if I see a guy having a bad day or he have a bad game or he's not playing as much and he's sulking, 
Hey, the hood on a text. Hey, let's go out to lunch. You know, let's let's talk it out. You need me? You need anything? I'm here. I'm just a phone call away. You can pull up to my apartment. I can pull up to yours, because I've been through every position. You know, I've been through coming to college, not playing. I've been through being a role player. I've been through being a starter, a quote unquote star. So I've been through every position. So I try to lead with my experiences. And you you mentioned the word great. Um, all great leaders have one thing in common, mm-hmm. and that is they read books. Mm-hmm. So. I hear you read books. What are some of your favorite books? Uh, some of my favorite books, um, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins probably was one of the books that changed my life. That, that was probably be up there. Uh, I love Ryan Holiday, the the work that he does. But I'm just I'm just a guru. Um, you know, I got like I said, I got guys like Wes Miller that's in my corner that reads a lot. So it's been a couple times that he just gifted me a book to read. So I kind of read that. So, so last part of this question, and then I'll let JT jump in with a question. When you have a tough game and you need to get back into a, a what we call a right space, right? Get your mind right. So you got a tough, tough game like all athletes do. Everyone goes about it differently, getting back in that right space, right? Um, and I've often found, like, for me, journaling and meditation was something mm. that I used to do and still do. What about yeah. you? I do that as well. I journal and I meditate. I meditate before every game. Mm, and I journal not just with, with basketball, but just life, my thoughts, just to break things down. Because sometimes you're going through some things and you have to write it down to understand what you're going through. Um, but I always, you know, I, I believe in God and I put my trust in God. So whenever I have like a bad game, you know, even before games, I, I, I don't ask God for for to have 30 points or to have 10 assists a night. I ask him to use me to inspire some people. Use me to inspire the child, you know, allow someone to inspire me. And I feel like, you know, rather if, if I didn't shoot the ball well or not, then I had a great game. And when I had that mindset where everything I, I do uh, is in the image of God, it takes that it takes that pressure off of me. So I just turn my focus level up. Uh, I read, I write, I meditate. I may call the family, one of my mentors to kind of, you know, hey, my mind's not sharp right now. How should I go about this? Well, I will tell you this, Juice. Keep that journal. Because if you want to continue to inspire, that journal will eventually turn into a book that will inspire mm. millions. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. JT? You're listening to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Taxley. And we want to remind all Bearcat fans out there to visit Meals Pizzeria at 2634 Shortvine. Before and after all Bearcat football and basketball games get there early because the place is packed on Bearcat game days. Thanks to Kelly and Richard Meals for the support of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. The Big O segment is sponsored by Donahue Accounting Services. For friendly expert tax advice whenever you need it, come to Donahue Accounting Services, the leading accounting firm in Cincinnati, Ohio. Our top-notch accountants strive to help you resolve all your financial and tax issues. Call Donahue Accounting Services today for a free consultation at 513-528-3982 or visit online, donahueaccountingservice.com. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Juice, man. J.T. Smith. Checking in, man. My question to you um, is going to be multi-layered as well. But you know, your your game, you have you're very elusive. You have multiple moves, like go-to moves, like your hesitation, your in and out, yeah. crossover, step back. Um, when did you develop those moves? With like, was one of them like your first love? You know, like when you start first picked up the basketball, like the in and out. Was it a crossover? How did you develop it and hone on your skills that way? Yeah, I, I always had the uh, my signature move in high school is like the jab cross. 
Um, yeah, so but I always work. You know, I got a trainer that he he his his thing was, if you're just a shooter, then you can be taken out of the game. You you having a good game is always would be depending on how your teammates can create for you, or depending on the coverages of the other team. But when you can create your own shot, then you always have an opportunity to to score or create for your teammates. Um, so I lived in the gym growing up. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a regular childhood, as you would say. Um, but the moves that I have in my bag now uh, is thanks to the sacrifices that I made when I was younger. But, yeah, I had a, I had great mentors. I had great trainers who, who put me through a, a series of workouts and really helped me honed in on my skills. And you used the floater now. So I think you used it a few times last night. Um, was that one of your first – First ones being a, a smaller guy. Yeah, for sure. And I really had, I really got in my senior high school because I'm like, when I get to college, I, I, I got to get this floater. Because guys my size, you know, you're not consistently getting layups around all that length. So that's yeah. kind of my little, yeah, to get my shot off. Yeah, like I preach it to my little guy. So I, I got two that's that hoop. And I'm like, man, you guys yeah. aren't going to be that. I mean, you guys might be tall enough, but not, you're never going to be a center. So I'm like, you guys got to have that floater. So. It's I'm going to play this for them. For sure. <laughs> so they, they don't think that is just talking crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, it is, I've seen the growth of the step back, man, like the last year, year and a half. Yeah. Has that been something that you've been implemented because of the way people are defending you now? Yeah. So, you know, I don't jump high, but my thing is my first step. So yeah. I was like, okay, I got a quick first step. And I can get past guys so I can get past them and get to my floater. Or if they cut me off, now I can just do a little step back and you, you create space from there. Um, so it's really just a good space creator predicated off my first step. People think it's like some signature. It's really just me being aggressive, attacking a basket. And you have to open up your hips, which gives you a step back. For sure. For sure. Like I've talked to me, me and Misha have talked about this many a times. Because like the step back is so deadly. That you kind of the team that's guarding you have to kind of have to pick their poison, you know, like either let you get by or to step back. If they do cut it off, they kind of have to shake your hand if you make that shot, and more likely than not, because of your practice, yeah, you, sure. you've done a great job at that. Um, but that's that's it for me, um, Neil. Hey, real, real quick, uh, let me let me say something real quick. Um, yep. Juice, you know, I was watching a Kevin Durant interview a couple years ago, and Kevin Durant had made a move on the court. And the whole place went crazy, and everyone was asking about that move. And Kevin Durant said something I thought was was fascinating, and I thought a lot of young people needed to hear. And he said, he said that move you saw that wasn't something I just did randomly sure. in the game. I practiced that twenty thousand times. And he said that everything you see on the court has been practiced thousands of times in the dark before it comes to light. Is that true for you? When you put in that much time, what make what? you create so much muscle memory that it becomes a comfortable shot. And whereas some people may think it's difficult, you put in so much time that um, it's not a difficult shot for you. So for sure. Yeah. And I've heard that West Mellon and the staff have had to kick you out in the mornings at night because you just been in the gym grinding so much. They're like, you, you got to go home juice. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah. Coach West, he actually, he put out a little alert. He told like the, the people that runs the facility, like Dave has no access today. So, he, <laughs> so yeah, keep making sure I get my rest, but I, but I need it though. I need it for sure. That's a great thing. Okay, Neil. 
The Twyman segment is sponsored by 93 Ways to Mentor. 93 Ways to Mentor is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that specializes in empowering youth in the greater Cincinnati area through mentoring, therapy, education, and financial support. To support, visit the website 93waystomentor.com or contact Derek Adams at 513-310-1715. Awesome. So as Alex mentioned earlier, the demands of college athletes are so high during this time of season. Just kind of walk us through the day in the life of David DeJulius being a student athlete during the season. Yeah. yeah so me, you know, I can I can deal with a I can deal with a bad game. I can deal with a bad practice, an off shooting night. But you know, I can't deal with being unprepared. So I take pride in being prepared. So you know, I get in, I get up early. Uh, I go to bed early at night, so I can get up early because I like to get up, have a couple hours to myself which I call it like before the world wakes up. Um, then I come in and I, I get some treatment. I work out, work on my game with one of the GAs. We have great uh, GAs who put us through a series of workouts. I get a lift in with our strength conditioning coach. Then I get some more treatment. Then I go home and while I'm eating lunch, I'm doing homework for a couple hours. Then I come back and I get prepared for practice again. I get a, another light workout, uh, have practice, get some shots up after, more treatment. Uh, shower and after and, and get home and do some more homework while I eat dinner. So it, it, it's like a seven in the morning to nine at night type deal. But I mean, I, I feel like, you know, playing at the University of Cincinnati, playing in front of 13,000 people, millions of people, if you on if you on ESPN, it's my duty to work hard. It's a privilege to be that. So I have to put in the extra time to, to be worthy of that spotlight and perform in that spotlight. Awesome. You mentioned the GAs. Walk us through what your relationship is like with a guy like Jalen Stowe. We know how much time and effort he really puts in there. We know the relationship he has with this team and the staff. Just walk us through your relationship with Jalen Stowe a little bit as well. First, I got to shed some light on Stowe because he don't, he don't want no credit, but he deserves all the credit. Um, he's such a basketball guru. Like, you hit him up at 3 o'clock in the morning. He he If he wake up at 6, he hitting you right back. We can get in the gym. We, we get back from a road trip. Uh, we fly back, buzz back to the arena. I want to work out. Let's work out. You know, he's sending me video clips of how I can how I can work on my game. He's sending me clips of small guards in the NBA, what I need to do to be great, not only at this level, to, but to make it to the next level. And he, he does that with everyone. Um, he constantly reads. He, he He's a big brother of mine. Um, and just to have that relationship, that big brother that's on the bench, that's just there to help you, uh, I most definitely wouldn't be the player I am without him. Awesome. My next question is, Alex kind of mentioned it earlier that you like to read. What are some other hobbies or hidden talents that you have that not many people know about? Um, I would say hobbies. I wouldn't say hidden talents because I'm not that good. Uh, but I like I picked up I picked up golfing. I like to golf. Um, I like to jog outside, listen to music. Uh, I just picked up playing chess. So I started that. That's been fun for me lately. Um. And I like just helping people. So, you know, sometimes I might link up with some teammates. Sometimes I might go to the coffee shop and just talk to the people that I, I know there, just kind of enjoy the simple pleasures of life. Awesome. You mentioned going around helping people, getting involved in the community, whether it's going back to these elementary schools and whatnot. Outside of getting involved in the community, what are some of your other favorite things to do around uh, the city of Cincinnati as well? You know, uh, coming from Detroit, you know, Cincinnati is a different vibe, which I love. It's all the hills. You get like a, a little bit of a down south vibe, but it also got Midwest. It, Cincinnati is a place of its own. 
So I love the food. I like to go out to eat. I like to go over the border, go over in northern Kentucky and, and get some get some food over there as well. Um, so I, I just I just love the city. I, I just uh, love the vibe. And sometimes I just like to leave off campus and go out by myself and just explore, maybe go to a little park or something. Now, do you have any favorite spots in mind that not many people know about? Like, what's your favorite hangout that you visit very frequently? My favorite hangout. My favorite hangout. Okay, so it's a good soul food called Burnett's. It's like five minutes from the apartment. I love that soul food. People looking for soul food. Mm. Um, I go to Norwood a lot. I might do some shopping there or might get something to eat there. Go out to the mall in Kenwood. Um, it's a place over in Northern Kentucky. I forgot the name of it. It got like a movie theater there. Um, it got some little stores over there. I like it over there as well. Awesome. Well, that's all I got for you, David. So I definitely just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to hop on with us. We definitely greatly appreciate you taking the time and coming to hang out with us for a little bit. Oh, I appreciate you guys. Yep. And, and Juice, if we could do this um, before we wrap it up, um, each of us will go around the room and um, just do something where we're going to give you your flowers real quick, man. I'm, I'm going to give you some flowers here real quick. Um, and and I, I want to thank you for all you've done as a Bearcat on and off the court. And you've really elevated yourself into, I think, one of the greats to have worn the red and black. And I always tell young people that every step in your journey in life, you're creating pockets of families. Yes. I know you're from Detroit. You're from the D, Motown. But you have an amazing family here in Cincinnati now. Yes. And on March 5th, you're going to really feel how much that family loves you when you walk yeah. on that court for senior night. Yeah. And I know that's something you're excited about. You'll have your whole family here, but man, that standing ovation and that love you're going to get on senior night is yeah. going to be something special. For sure. I appreciate that, Big Meats. You're welcome. JT? For sure, man. Like, I'm going to let you know, um, I got an eighth grader and a third grader. My third grader, all he wants to do is hoop. My eighth grader plays everything, but... I like tell them to watch your game because I'm like, dude, you're probably going to be around that height. You get lucky. I got a brother that's like 6'3", so they might get a little lucky. But at the same uh -huh. time, I'm like, dude, you, you guys got to learn how to create space. And this is like the perfect person to watch. And like, they always like, dad, you talking to Julius? Dad, dad, dad. Like, did you watch the game? I'm like, yeah, I watched the game. So like, it's just pretty cool. Like these dudes that when they met you yesterday, like they were just like super geek, super happy. And then my oldest is like super cool. But like you could tell by the smile he had, it was cool just to see that. And I just wanted to give you a flowers, man. Cause like even people that you don't know, like you're touching. So I um, just want to let you know, man, we, I appreciate it. Even a person that covers the team and stuff like that. So. Yeah, most definitely. I just want to say thank you, David, as well for everything you have done for us. I know something I've been able to kind of learn from you from afar has been us as young adults, uh, me being just 23, about the same age as you, just seeing the impact you have made on this community since coming to the city of Cincinnati. Uh, it's been phenomenal to see the everyone getting involved, rally behind of what Cincinnati basketball is doing. Uh, but it's just more than that, like going out and affecting the community, getting involved, everything like I've seen from afar, uh, from what this program is doing off the court as well. It's very great to see. And I just want to give everyone their flowers for having that momentum in the community and everything they are doing to get involved with this program. Oh, man, I appreciate that, Neil, uh, JT, and Big Meech. Most definitely means a lot. And 
appreciate you for having me on here for sure. You know, the influence that y'all have around the city, um, it's amazing. It's, it's a pleasure for me to be on here. And I just want to thank you guys for all that you do, the positive coverage, not only with me, but, uh, you know, just having positive coverage in the media, it means a lot to our players for sure, the, the, the support that you have for us as players. Yeah, you know, that. You know yeah, we appreciate that. You know, what's funny, Juice, is um, when we first started putting together this podcast, we were like, okay, who are we going to interview this year? We were, we were only picking a couple people to interview. One was Wes Miller at the beginning of the year, and it was you to do at the midpoint of the year. And it was funny. I talked to you about it one day, and then we just hadn't gotten the space uh, yeah. to get you on yet. And I, I walked by you. I, I can't remember if it was a practice or a game. And you're like, hey, man, when are you going to get me on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> you were pressing. Sure. I told these guys, it's like, man, we got to get them on soon. Most definitely. So, hey, uh, Juice, uh, best of luck the rest of the Thank season. You. Yep, and I'll be at a practice soon, man, to chop it up with you, man. Thank you Most for your definitely. time. Most definitely. Looking forward to it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank bro. you, David. Yeah, appreciate yep. you, David. Yep. Have a great day. All right. All right. Tell the kids I'll say hello, JT. All right, we'll do, man, for sure. All right, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fellows, this concludes another great podcast. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Taxley, Donahue Accounting Services, Greg Hood and Beachmont Toyota, and 93 Ways to Mentor. We want to remind all Bearcat fans out there to visit Meals Pizzeria at 2634 Short Vine before and after all Bearcat football and basketball games. Get there early because the place is packed on Bearcat game days. Thanks to Kelly and Richard Meals for the support of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. Just a reminder, I'll be at Mio's live for a podcast on February 22nd from 5 to 6 p.m. before the 7 p.m. Temple game. The Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast is presented by Taxley. Taxley offers the first apprenticeship program for careers in tax law and consulting. So for those who thought the CPA was the only way to a prestigious tax career, let Taxley show you the importance of becoming an enrolled agent. Visit Taxley.com to learn more. All right, fellas, that was a great interview. Um, I thought Juice was awesome. Um, one of my favorite parts of the question that I ask is when he talked about his leadership and he said that he leads with love. Like, I really like that because sometimes you see players that yell at their teammates or, you know, do different things with nonverbal and, and just shrugging their shoulders. And but, but he leads with love. And I like the way that he says he does that. I'm just so impressed with uh, with Juice in terms of being an all-around just great person, not only a great athlete. So that's what I took away from the interview. JT? Yeah, man. Uh, second that. Um, for my question, just the way that he, like, just takes time into working on his craft, man. Like, uh, found out, you know, Wes has to kick him out of the gym. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Right. Um, but, it, you know, it's just interesting, it's, you know, people see you know the game but you don't see what they're doing before the game and it's just pretty dope to see his breakdown on how he, his moves and stuff like that is bad but then just how meticulous he is with, with how he cares about what he puts out on those game nights or game days so but that was pretty dope neil yeah so i loved hearing what a day in the life of david DeJulius is like i mean we talked about the demands of college basketball being super high and being a student athlete in college is tough. Like it's, it's tough. It's exhausting and it's a long day. And just to kind of hear what David's perspective of what a day in the life is like, I know he said it's like a 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. grind. And it kind of shows like, hey, being a college athlete, it could really take a toll on a lot of different things. Being a young 
athlete, you got to think about the school aspect. You have your all your activities with your team, practice, film, all that good stuff. So just to hear what it's like to see a day in the life of David DeJulius being one of those student athletes in college athletics. And just he gave a very in-depth, detailed rundown of what a typical day would look like. And I thought that was pretty unique for being a college athlete. And what I loved about our three questions is that, you know, they were so away from just all the statistics, what happened in this game, what happened in that game. It gives Bearcat fans an opportunity to kind of learn more about David DeJulius, not only the basketball player, but the person. And hopefully in the future, moving forward, uh, we can get some other players on here and kind of do the same thing with them. So you guys want to give a shout out to someone? Yeah, I would like to give a shout out to uh, Bearcats SID, David Cohen, for setting up the interview. David does a fantastic job at the University of Cincinnati. So have to give a huge shout out to David Cohen for taking the time to set this interview up during a very busy season for these uh, Bearcat athletes. So, David, a big shout out to you. We couldn't thank you more than what we are doing right now. So we thank you a good amount from the uh, Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast crew. For sure. And I second that, man. Uh, David's always been good to work with. So uh, we appreciate it. Um, you know, he set it up. just like Neil said, man. And uh, it's always been a good person to work with. So we, we greatly appreciate it. So definitely want to give him his flowers as well. <laughs> giving out those flowers you Love got it. to man you got the flower people still around that's right that's right we want to thank all the bearcat fans out there for listening to another episode of the bearcat tip-off talk podcast presented by taxley go bearcats <laughs>